What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the all-new Disney Plus Informer podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, reviews, and more about Disney Plus and beyond. This is episode 31 for the week of September 25th, 2022. I am your host, Justin Eddy, alongside my co-host, Michelle Beck. Hello. Hello, Michelle. Be sure to follow along each and every week as we keep you updated with all of the information you need as we cover Disney+, Plus, Hulu, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and so much more. Let's get started. In case you missed it this week, Disney has announced all the highlights of what's coming to Disney Plus in the UK and Ireland next month, and the Miss Marvel directors tease a second season for the show, and FX's Reservation Dogs has been in fact renewed for a third season. We're going to discuss these stories. We're going to let you know what's new on Disney Plus this week and bring you our top 10 posts for the week in our 10 in 10 News Blast segment where we fill you in on all the Disney Plus happenings in about 10 minutes. All this and more is coming at you next. Good to be back with the normal format that we usually (laughs) do after last week's craziness. Welcome, everyone. Let's kick things off with what's new on Disney Plus this week. We've got the highlights that include the premieres of season 31 of Dancing with the Stars for the U.S. and Canada. Uh, We've got the three-episode premiere of Star Wars Andor and National Geographic's Supernatural series and episode six of Marvel She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Uh, Over on Hulu, episode 9 from uh, season 2 of Reservation Dogs is also now streaming on Hulu and Disney Plus in Canada and Australia. We've got another episode of FX's The Patient that is now available. And the comedy series Reboot has also started streaming on uh, Hulu and Disney Plus in the UK and Ireland, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. You've got the first three episodes of the Pizza Competition series Best in Dough that is now streaming, along with everyone's favorite, the first episode of Season 2 of The Kardashians. Uh, Later in this episode, we we watch the first three episodes of Andor. We're going to give a little review of that uh, after all of our news, so we're going to tell you what we thought of that. Not the best, not the worst, somewhere in between maybe, I don't know, Uh, but let's first talk about uh, what's coming to Disney Plus in the UK and Ireland next month. Michelle, I'm thirsty, I gotta take a sip of my water here, (laughs) take it away. Okay, so a lot of this is the same as the US schedule, but um, highlights include the premiere of Marvel's Werewolf by Night Halloween special on October 7th. Season 2 of Big Shot begins streaming on October 12th. That's all 10 episodes drop at once. We have the two-episode premiere of Season 2 of The Mysterious Benedict Society on the 26th, along with all six shorts of Star Wars Tales of the Jedi um, on the 26th also. And then Season 1 of The Bear will release on the 5th, and then the limited series Candy will release on the 12th. Uh, New episodes continue to release for the Mighty Ducks Game Changers Season 2, Marvel She-Hulk Attorney at Law, and Season 1 of Star Wars Andor. Also, you have new episodes of FX's The Old Man, The Kardashian Season 2, and The Walking Dead Season 11. 
Also, Grey's Anatomy season 18 will drop on October 5th. Um, we also have War of the Worlds season 3 on October 15th. And then on October 21st, Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. That will complete the trilogy. It kind of gets confusing when you're like talking about some of these things that are coming out in, uh, you know, different territories or whatever i'm like what they're just getting that now like we've watched yeah they're all kind of i mean some stuff you know will have like the same schedule as the u.s or whatever but then other stuff can be different usually canada and u.s are more aligned with each other but yeah they're it's all like I, I hear you say the old man i'm like what we watched that like, yeah we watched that months ago we're, we're ahead of the curve on that if you haven't seen it yet check it out because it was pretty good um What's up next? Uh, up next, we've got uh, Miss Marvel directors. The Miss Marvel directors have teased a second season for the show. We kind of all figured that this was going to happen, right? Like, I mean, the, it's not like a huge surprise, but uh, it, because it's been rumored for so long, but this sounds very promising. Yeah, I mean, there have been rumors going around, but um, yeah, so the show's directors recently posted a video on Instagram of them talking about working on the series and then the caption read just reminiscing on our time spent in the MCU who's ready for season two so no it's not an official announcement but it does sound promising um it, this was a huge hit um I, I loved every, it it was I, great I loved you it loved too. it um it's possible they might be waiting um, because Amon Valani, she will be making her next MCU appearance in the Marvels, which is a sequel to 2019's Captain Marvel. So that hits theaters on July 28th. So it's possible they may w want to wait until she appears in that. To make, who knows? But um, I really do hope that it gets renewed. Like you could almost see them like waiting for that or like teasing it at the end of that movie or yeah. something but like i mean it, it, it's not like a I big mean, secret that they're going that to do far that away so yeah i mean it, it's it obviously takes a while to to shoot an entire season and you know do, do all of the post-production work or whatever so it's a ways off still but i mean no surprise to anyone that that's coming and i'm very happy that it is because that was it, it was definitely one of the um, kind of unheralded or, or least expected hits out of uh, the Marvel shows for me at least. So definitely stoked to see that that's uh, going to continue. Uh, finally, here's something we've been in uh, been in bed with since day one: uh, Reservation Dogs. Uh, we we started watching season one like when that first dropped a year or so ago. Been pretty big fans, and they have officially announced that they have been renewed for a third season. Uh, so, yeah. What's so up, here, what's going on here in the United States? Uh, the season two finale will drop on September twenty eighth. Uh, we've talked about the show. We've talked about how much we like it. Um, it's kind of a, a quiet show. There's not too much going on in each episode. I don't, it's like not a lot of excitement or whatever, but it does keep your interest. There's a lot of humor. Um, you love the characters. It's very subdued and it's very like yeah. it's got its own unique brand of humor. Uh -huh. But like every episode consistently delivers some parts that are pretty funny. And it's just I, it's like a show, a show you want to root for. It's not like, you know, the big budget blockbuster that everyone's waiting for, but it's there. It's like, it's a really good show. The 
the kids that are acting in it are, are really good. It's just like interesting scenarios and settings and the story's good. And like you, you, you root for these kids in this show. Like, Absolutely. It's great. So uh, episodes one through nine from season two are available to stream now on Hulu in the United States. The series premiered on Disney Plus in Canada and New Zealand on September 7th. It will be coming to the United Kingdom soon. However, we don't have a release date. Until then, season one is available to stream now on Hulu in the U.S. It's also as a star original on Disney Plus in several countries, including Canada, New Zealand, Australia, the United Kingdom, and Ireland. I've got a secret for you, Michelle. Okay. The secret is that you can find links to all the articles that we talked about and everything else that we're going to talk about on our website. Did you know that? I did not know that. It's called DisneyPlusInformer.com and everything we talk about- And you use the plus sign? What are you, crazy? (laughs) Oh, you're going to wind up on like the, I think they call it the dark web if you do that. (laughs) And it's, it's like the wild west if you use the plus sign. So spell out the plus, but if you do, you're going to get links to all of the articles we talked about everything else that we're going to talk about every single week, every single day as you post these sites or post these articles as you write them for this site, DisneyPlusInformer.com. So that's a big secret. In case anyone didn't know, we're letting you in on it. So um, that's it for that. It's time for the News Blast segment, Michelle. We got 10 minutes, and I know that everyone, like they click their stopwatch right when I say 10 minutes. So yeah, no fooling around. No, no fooling around starting when I say go, I want you to start ready. Go. The award-winning feature documentary Mia was supposed to arrive on Disney plus on Friday, September 16th. However, the release was delayed to Friday, September 23rd. Now it appears the doc has been delayed again. However, new release date has not been set yet, and the film has been removed from the official September Disney Plus release schedule entirely. So right now we don't have a new release date. We will keep you updated when one is announced. Um, I did. Uh, I was able to watch this and have a written review up on the website if you want to check it out. Um, it's I I really liked it. Kind of strange that they would allow like the reviews and and all that and then they delay i don't know anyway uh season four production is underway in salt lake city for the disney plus original series high school musical the musical the series and some familiar faces are going to be returning to east high original high school musical franchise cast members corwin blue monique coleman lucas grabiel uh, Bart Johnson, Allison, Allison Reed, and Casey Stroh are back where it all began. Also joining the cast this season are uh, Kylie Cantrell, Matthew Sato, Caitlin Riley, and Vasti Mompoint in recurring guest star roles. Season four of the hit series created and executive produced by Tim Fetterly will feature songs from high school the from the high school musical franchise as well as original music. Big hit, big excitement. It's underway. Disney Plus announced the UK original series Save Our Squad with David Beckham will premiere exclusively on Disney Plus on Wednesday, November 9th. Um, They also released a first look teaser trailer, which is up on the website if you want to watch that. 
So Save Our Squad with David Beckham is a heartwarming series that sees David Beckham return to his East London roots to mentor Westward Boys, a young grassroots team who are at the bottom of their league facing relegation. However, this isn't just any league. This is the same league that David played on as a young boy. Working with the head coaches, he'll try to turn the team's fortunes around. Do you know what relegation means? No. I think in uh, like uh, Europe, in soccer, in those big leagues, it's where like they have like, you know, like in baseball, they have major leagues and minor leagues. Like if a team's bad enough, they can get relegated to the lesser league if they're not good enough. So it's like a huge thing for them. I did not know that. Well, you I'm know, telling you, that's I just what it learned, is. You know how we say fall around here? It's like, called autumn. It's called autumn around the world, but we only call it fall here. It's like the United States. We use like w- when it comes to uh, like wrenches and stuff. We use our own system around the world. They use the metric system on that. Okay. But we say we're really pushing we say we're going to do our, our own 10 thing. And 10. I, that doesn't count. That's just like side info that everyone needs to know. Uh, 20th Century Studios has released the official trailer for the upcoming Hulu slash star romantic comedy film Rosalind, which will stream beginning Friday, October 14th, 2022 as a Hulu original in the U.S. and on Star Plus in Latin America and on uh, Disney Plus under the star banner in all other territories. Rosalind, starring Caitlin Deaver, is a fresh comedic twist on Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, told from the perspective of Juliet's cousin, Rosalind, who just happens to be Romeo's ex-girlfriend. I watched the trailer. Yeah. It looks pretty good, and I'm going to definitely check this one out. Hulu has announced that FX's limited series, Fleischman is in Trouble, will premiere with two episodes on November 17th exclusively on Hulu. A new episode will be released each Thursday after the premiere. The eight-episode series will soon be available on Star Plus in Latin America and Disney Plus under the star banner in all other territories. However, we don't have an exact release date yet. So the series is based off the New York Times best-selling debut novel and centers on recently separated 40-something Toby Fleischman, who is played by Jesse Eisenberg, who dives into the brave new world of app-based dating with the kind of success he never had dating in his youth before he got married at the tail end of medical school. But just at the start of his first summer of sexual freedom, his ex-wife Rachel, who is played by Claire Danes, disappears and leaving him with the kids and no hint of where she is or whether she plans to return. As he balances partnering the return of old friends Lizzie Kaplan and Adam Brody, a promotion at the hospital that is long time coming, and all the eligible women that Manhattan has to offer, he realizes that he'll never be able to figure out what happened to Rachel until he can take a more honest look at what happened to their marriage in the first place. This series also has Josh Radner and Christian Slater, an all-star cast, um, so we should be hearing more about uh, when this will be released in Disney Plus and other countries. Did, did you say Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah. It's in that, nice. Yeah. I, li- I like it. Oh, and Christian Slater. Sign me up. Hulu has released the teaser trailer for the upcoming eight-episode limited series, Welcome to Chippendales. And that's not Rescue Rangers, Michelle. Uh, it's going to premiere on Hulu in the U.S. and on Disney Plus in Canada, Australia, and New Zealand on Tuesday, November 22nd of this year. Uh, this series is also going to be coming to Star Plus in Latin America and Disney Plus in other territories. However, they have not released the uh, release date yet for that. So... 
ignore the title because like some people might just dismiss that as something that they don't want to watch. I watched the trailer no, it and it looks, looks really good. Awesome. So a sprawling true crime saga, Welcome to Chippendales, tells the outrageous story of Salmon Steve Banerjee, an Indian immigrant who became uh, the unlikely founder of the world's greatest male stripping empire and let nothing stand in his way in the process. Robert uh, Siegel and Najiani uh, executive produce alongside Dylan Sellers, Jenny Connor, Matt Shackman, Emily Gordon, Nora Silver, and Rajiv Joseph, uh, who will write on the series along with Mahar Sethi. Siegel and Connor serve as showrunners, and Shackman will direct. Ja- uh, Jackie Rivera is executive producer, and Annie Wyman is co-producer. The trailer for this looked really really good and this is from uh people the same people that were involved in pam and tommy Mm -hmm. which was such forget about the fact that pam anderson and her personal thoughts about it the series was awesome yeah it was really good and well done and i cannot wait to check this one out it looks i I, like if you just would have told me the the name of the series and like a quick synopsis would have said no not gonna watch it Gonna watch this. All right. Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer are on board to write the script for Marvel Studios' Fantastic Four film. That new movie will hit theaters on November 8th, 2024. Uh, you might remember uh, Matt Shackman was just confirmed to direct the movie. Um, he's also working on Chippendales, which we just found out too. And he also directed WandaVision. So we're still waiting for a cast announcement for this movie. Hopefully that will come soon. What do you think I could get one of those Chippendale bow ties? What? Mm, Eugene Cordero is being... You gotta stop thinking out loud. (laughs) Eugene Cordero is being upped to series regular for the second season of Marvel's Disney Plus original series, Loki. Uh, Eugene played the Time Variance Authority employee Casey in season one. Plot details for the second season are completely under wraps, uh, but uh, you know that it's on its way, and he's going to have a bigger role in season two. Okay. So Martin Short and Shania Twain are in final talks to join the cast. Well, that's a weird pairing. (laughs) Of the upcoming animated and live-action blended special Beauty and the Beast. A 30th celebration. Um, so if this is correct, Short will play Lumiere and Twain will take on the role of Mrs. Pot. So this is uh, this highly anticipated two-hour reimagining of the beloved story of Beauty and the Beast will be taped in front of a live audience at Disney Studios. It will air on Thursday, December 15th on ABC and will be available the next day on the 16th on Disney+. Plus. Previously announced cast members include Oscar winner Her as Belle, Josh Groban as Beast, Joshua Henry as Gaston, and then re- also this week it was confirmed that David Allen Greer will play Cogsworth. They must not have been able to get uh, Steve Martin and Faith Hill for that. Hmm? It's a joke. Think about it. Last July, during the Marvel Studios panel at San Diego Comic-Con, Kevin Fahey, president of Marvel Studios, announced that Marvel Studios' Daredevil Born Again, an original series starring Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio, would be coming to Disney Plus in spring of 2024. And now, according to a new report from insider Daniel RPK, Eldon Henson 
who played Matt Murdock's friend and colleague Foggy Nelson in the Marvel's uh, Marvel Netflix series, is set to return for Daredevil Born Again. Uh, obviously, because this is just a rumor, uh, nothing's been confirmed, so we treat it as such at this time, but that makes perfect sense. I love and Foggy. He's the second most important character in the Daredevil show, I think to me anyway so like if it only makes sense that he would be coming back so he is he is really great in that mm-hmm. role and we know it's happening it's just a rumor but anyway uh that does it for our news this week so it's time to review in the big show that came out this week that's Andor. we got three episodes that we had to make it through um I mean, anytime there's a new Star Wars series, that's that's big deal. We've greatly enjoyed Bad Batch, Mandalorian, uh, maybe to a slightly lesser extent, the Book of Boba Fett. All have continued to deliver, Obi. though, for me. Oh, oh, oh my gosh, Obi Wan. <laughs> we had that one too. Um, maybe they, outside of the Mandalorian, maybe like none of them like were amazing amazing i enjoyed them all i've given them all like pretty decent reviews i think uh so we got this one it's from a little bit uh i guess you would say it's the 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 lesser known um it's a prequel to rogue one a star wars story it's not like the classic uh you know it's not a part of like the classic star wars stories that everyone knows it's it's like from a a different offshoot into the whole into the whole story right but yeah it comes from uh rogue one which a lot of people really liked it. It felt a little bit different than some of the other Star Wars movies back in the day. So it has its fans, has a few detractors or whatever. But like overall, like I was pretty excited going into this because Rogue One was pretty cool to me. So getting a whole series based off of like what happened that led up to Rogue One was a cool idea for me. So why don't you, Michelle, Give us a little bit of... Well, Diego Luna returns as Cassian Andor, and this is really uh, his story and the prequel story to Rogue One. Um, It was dubbed as uh, a spy thriller, and I would have to agree with that. That's exactly what it felt like to me. Um, Early reactions. Go ahead. Oh, and and you say spy thriller, and like the... I, I apologize. I don't know. Like, who is it who... Did this Do Tony you, Gilroy? Is he the one and from he was the Borne? F- yeah, Born, he uh, was trilogy, the co- and he was also a co-writer for Rogue One too. So yeah, like that whole like Born trilogy, that that movie series starring Matt Damon. Like I I, I see where that kind of came from uh, because I've seen those movies in the past or whatever. I'm not like an expert on them or whatever, but. Having seen those, I kind of get those vibes in mm-hmm. the in this series now and in Rogue One. So, um, sorry that. Is... Yeah, no. So, um, so like the first reactions and the first reviews I read, kind of, um, were saying that it was dark, darker, grittier, um, than other Star Wars series that we've seen so far. I do think that it it's very different than from what we've seen, but. I in my opinion, I don't know if it's darker. It didn't feel well, darker to me than any of the like 
than Obi or something. I don't know. If you want to say like, um, if you want to say like darker and grittier than other Star Wars shows or movies or whatever, maybe like I could see that in in the sense of like you know some of those some of the Star Wars movies like they're a little like there's a little bit more lightheartedness to it. It just feels a little bit more less like uh like space opera like epic saga it's just like it's kind of its own little side story instead of like you know this all like all-consuming storyline that we all know and have watched and been a part of for years and years right and so season one is going to consist of 12 episodes there is going to be a season two that will also be 12 episodes that starts filming in November. But the last episode of season two will take us right into Rogue One, um, the movie. So, like I said, this is a prequel. And when I was watching the series, I, I thought that it looked and it felt very Rogue One-ish. Like, you know, it felt very much in line with that movie. Or it you could see that it would, like, all continue in one one line. It, it, um, it almost has its own, like, kind of... Feel. art style yeah. or feel versus other star wars films or whatever it, it's got its own little vibe going and, and that's part of what makes this this part of the story a little bit different and cool yeah and we get some background of uh casting andor and the planet he came from canary and we you know so we're all these like little puzzle pieces are starting. I'm really glad that they released the first three episodes because it does start off slow. And we we talked about this yeah. before. Like most series do, they're setting up their Obi Wan saw off slow. Yeah, and then stuff got you know more exciting, of course, as it went on. And I'm glad they did the first three episodes. I'm excited to see where it goes forward from here. Um, yeah, I I will say like it, it's kind of funny because. You know, like you said, they, they did the first three episodes. What, what would you say they're about like forty-ish minutes? Like thirty-five, apiece, to, 35 40 to forty minutes. minutes. So, Each. like the first episode, I was kind of thinking to myself, "Boy, this is this is this is slow." When I put that in quotation marks, like, like I I need to see some action. And the second episode, I I kind of felt like a little bit more of the same. And I'm like, kind of thinking to myself, "Oh boy, like this just." doesn't it's not doing it yet for me but then we got the third episode like i i say like they definitely i feel like they knew when i say they like you're talking about like disney and, and the producers That's exactly how they, they knew that they the needed to do this right. because i i feel like they, they originally it was supposed to be the first two and then they changed it to the first they, three they, and there's a reason for that they want their subscribers to watch every episode of everything that they release. And if had it just been the first two episodes, maybe it was a little dull and some people would have been like, yeah, this just isn't for me. I'll skip this and go on to the next one. But the third episode, I was kind of invested in it. And, and even though it still is a little bit of, of a slow story, you know, you think of the star Wars movies and, and, and everything that you know and love from that series you kind of think of like a lot of action and you know space like dog fights between spaceships and stuff like that and like the the run on uh, with the millennium falcon or the x-wing like to trying to destroy the the death star like you, you think of all those big action set pieces it was a little bit slow but by the time that i was watching the third episode i, I was invested in 
this side of the story and I was invested in these characters and the performances that the actors were giving in them, I really started to enjoy it a lot more. And it's it, it's just weird. Like, I, I don't... I, I wouldn't say right now at this point through the first three episodes that this series is like blowing me away or anything it, it, it's above average it, it's good but like i'm actually really looking forward to continue watching mm-hmm. it like i i want to know what comes next in this part of the story even though i wouldn't say oh my gosh michelle you haven't seen Andor, you gotta go watch that right now like i i, I want to watch it but it's just kind of in a weird gray area right now well after the show was released i did an article about the rotten tomato score and actually it's kind of gone up so since i wrote the article so today as it stands the critics score on rotten tomatoes is 86 percent, and the audience score is 82 percent. um and i'm kind of leaning towards like if i had to base my score off the first three episodes i would give it um like an 8.3 that's first three episodes combined yeah first three episodes for me like i mean combined i'm probably right there with you with like the 8.3 i would say like the first episode, I'm somewhere at six and a half. Not bad, not good, just whatever. I'm watching it. It's fine. Second episode, let's kick it up a half a point. We're at seven. <laughs> Third episode, I'm at seven and a half. But like what you were saying, there, there's all of this season. So we've got the first three episodes. So we've got nine more episodes for this one. And they've already announced that they're doing another yeah. 12. So... There's a lot of stuff for them to give mm-hmm. us for this. One thing I wanted to point out is like a lot of these other um, other Star Wars series we've seen on Disney Plus had a lot of fan service in there. Um, this didn't. No, this did not. Uh, so some people might like that. Some people might not like that. But what's really cool about this is you don't have to really know anything about Star Wars or seen a single Star Wars show or movie beforehand to actually just pick up here and just start watching i actually feel like if you've never seen any star wars stuff you could Mm -hmm. probably just start watching this and kind of branch off from there and have yourself one heck of a time that i don't understand how (laughs) you haven't uh been a part of in the last 40 years but no it's it's good it's just it's different it's a different feeling star wars so um, uh, we do have a, a Matt wrote an awesome review up on the website. If you want to take a look at that, he also Matt has, does the best reviews. Yeah, and he's also got some um, episode details um, that he wrote about too, um, Easter eggs, stuff like that. So be sure to check that out too. Disneyplusinformer.com. Yeah. Check out Matt's reviews. If, if you go there for anything, check out his reviews for what he does because he does such a great job. Anyway, uh, that is going to do it for our episode this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe, most importantly, and tell your friends about our podcast. Uh, We totally appreciate that. Uh, Please, again, make sure you check out our website, DisneyPlusInformer.com. That's where you find all the latest news, rumors, reviews, release schedules, and more. Uh, you can email us at podcast at disneyplusinformer.com. Also follow us on Twitter. That's at more Disney Plus. Stop by and visit our Facebook page. Love to see you there. We're going to get out of here. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye.